This episode of the Last King Podcast is brought to you by the Eye of Agamotto. The multiverse is continuously expanding, the astral plane is extremely evolving, and we are stuck in space time! To another episode of the Last King Podcast, I'm Mr. Toffee, and I'm joined in by my co-host, Doctor Shafiq. Doctor Shafiq, <laughs> yes. So, in case you couldn't tell by the title of this episode, which we're probably gonna call Mystical Magical Tour, I wanted to call it Stranger Danger. Or, or, would that or, be too obvious? No, no, no. Or, or, or. Me- of Mecca and Magic. Mecca and Magic. Mech and Magic. Mechs and, and Magic. That should be a game, that, eventually. Uh, yes, we're, we're, de- we're going to develop ourselves. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've copyrighted it already. Don't steal our ideas, you motherfuckers. Alright, so we're going <laughs> to have quite a show right now. Quite we're a show. Gonna, uh, we're going to talk about Titanfall 2. We're going to talk about Doctor Strange. But first, maybe a little word about what has happened the past few days or a week by the time this episode's out. So apparently, it's the start of the apocalypse. The world is going to end. <laughs> okay, apparently, there, uh, in your own words, you had mentioned a demagogue. Oh, demagogue is actually taking over. I think the entire the internet US. has been calling him a demagogue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, internet, the entire Facebook, the entire Twitter universe has been going on and on about this. Man, Back to the Future called it. <laughs> Wait, Rage Against the Machine also called it. Yes, Wait, The Simpsons also called it. I think three shows that actually prophesize a lot of things. Like they, it's like a self fulfilling thing. You know what? Yep, Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> definitely. So okay, in case you guys are wondering, we're definitely talking about the results of the recent U.S. presidential elections and the fact that even by even according to the polls, even according to popular opinion, even if according to popular votes. Motherfucking Donald Trump won. He is the next president of Start, the USA. Yeah, starting in January Starting in January, okay, as of this day. So as of this day, we are a week, like about, a, not say a week, but a couple of days past the actual announcement. And like, um, usually here at the Last King Podcast, what we like to do is like to talk about pop culture, mostly video games and movies, films. I think know? this will be the only time I will just touch on about this. Yeah, because this, I mean, popular culture does involve the popular the, the political landscape as and well and when the US has something to say some, most of the time a lot of everyone else the country Asia whatnot, they will have to pay attention at some point I mean you have to understand like, this is the most powerful seat in, I mean, in on a global scale this is like the guy who's in charge of the free world I mean the thing is about us being in Asia that is also important to us because like whatever happens over there just it trickles down over here too I mean we if they have a recession it affects us if there's a world war or, or, or something going on it affects us too hell half the companies I've worked with back then they're all US owned or US based exactly and then the thing is we have a very strong US presence here I mean Singapore being Singapore I mean like I've talked to some friends and a lot of them I mean the general like uh, concession is shock discourse like, shock and awe yeah I mean basically a lot of people thought that he couldn't win like there was this vibe that 
this guy didn't stand a chance at all. Like Hillary was doing so well in the polls. America couldn't possibly have such a character. You know, a person with no experience, a person who is openly... I, I, I don't want to say he's openly racist or sexist, but just very you opinionated. Could, you could say he's a troll in some sense. I, I, that's the vibe I get. It's like he speaks from his ass constantly. And he is... I mean, the character he plays... Because there's a part of me that thinks that this is not what he's really like. Like, this is his public persona. He creates this mask, this facade that he brings out, that, that he's been cultivating since his, like... Like, back in the 90s. Like, like, even since his tenure on The Apprentice, this is, like, some weird version of Trump. Because and even even then, this he was also in wrestling, too, so he has he can actually <laughs> pick up these things here and there. Yo, he did shave a guy's head at one point. Dude, like, that clip of, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin giving him a stunner. Yep, the very first president you'll ever have that actually got stunned. Yeah, probably the only president <laughs> who's ever gotten a Stone Cold stunner. Yeah. But, but that, back then, he wasn't a president. He was just still reality TV star Donald Trump. Yeah, and businessman too. Business. Uh, and, and that's the thing, you know, it's like everybody brings up the fact that as a businessman, he's like, you know, a failure. His university was like a, a total scam. He's like been bankrupt a couple of times. And then like, the thing is, you, do, you have to understand, just because you're bankrupt doesn't mean you're poor. The, like what I discovered in the US, like remember when Fifty Cent like decided to declare bankruptcy, yeah, yeah, and everybody was like, oh, has he has he got no money? No, that is a way for them to circumvent or to it's like a loophole. Like if you're if you are a bankrupt, uh, if you declare bankruptcy, then you don't have to pay tax or like your your company can't fold or it's like you you can sell things off. I mean, I did not do proper research or I mean I don't have the knowledge for these kind of things. I I got friends who can explain it to me or explain it to you guys way better than me. But frankly, like bankruptcy means basically, oh, now I'm kind of like, I can wash my hands off certain things. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, so Donald Trump became president. Uh, asking you right now, Mr. Toffee, did you expect that result at all? Well, here's the thing, yes and no. All right, no, because I kind of figured some people might vote the other way or maybe there'll actually be people actually voting, but there were actually some stats that mentioned that Quite a number of people actually did not vote for anybody per se. Mm. Now, the suspect thing is, think about the person that uh, Donald Trump is going at, is going against, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Now, I don't, I'm not going to bore anyone here, but people have been mentioning that she has some ulterior motive in be- when she yeah, becomes president. Yeah, that's very obvious about her. Yeah, yeah. And now, between the lesser two evils, I believe America voted probably for the lesser evil because they put the greater evil up there. I think the country could go in the shitter. But at, at the same time, do not denounce people for voting Trump as sexist or misogynist. They just don't have a better choice. You see, now, yeah, yeah. now, keep in mind that this is only what I've been tuning in here and there. I'm, I'm so not from America. So this is just your honest point of view. I'm not, yeah, my honest point of view. I'm not from America. I don't live in America. I know friends who are from America. I mean, God bless your soul. Hopefully they turn out <laughs> alright. Um, but at the same time, People forget to ask this one question. Why did Hillary lose? Why did the Democrats lose? Mm. People were always asking why why the Republicans won. They should be asking themselves why did the Democrats lose? Why did they why was actually it, yeah. did not put up a bigger fight if they knew that this guy was a holy terror per se? Quote unquote holy terror. I think maybe I mean th- there's so many factors and there's so many things that we can just like add to the argument and or add to the discussion. I mean frankly like things other things that will be brought up is the fact that firstly 
they should have pushed Bernie. Bernie Sanders seemed like such a legit, sincere guy. I've heard about that guy. That third party guy is awesome. I mean, I, the I, speeches I've seen. I don't there. really follow the U.S. elections closely. In fact, I mean, even when uh, during like the Bush or even the Obama era, right? It's like like when people were announcing Obama is going to be the next president. There was a part of me that was very skeptical, like no way America would be smart enough to vote for a black guy, or, and like. And then how long his tenure is gonna be? But he's been around really long. He did a tool a, a full two terms actually, and like, okay, props to the guy for keeping it together. I mean, like, I'm not a major fan of Obama myself because basically, I mean, the best thing about us being in Asia is that we are not living under their system, but we can like from our like from our side of the world we can observe and see and then there's a bit of influence coming in true I mean like their foreign policies affect the entire world yeah. you know like if anything happens there like if they have an economic crisis if they go to war we get affected and too. most people forget that a president as much power and clout that he has he has a committee to answer to yeah, so true. he's not he's just gonna be the guy to put it bluntly who says yes or no or maybe yeah you have a committee you have your secretary of defenses and whatnot I mean, you have your senate you have your congress and yeah. all that. senate and congress thank you yeah. those words yes <laughs> lost on me i mean like you yes know, you, you have a body for these things to decide it's, how it's, the country is run it's like freaking star wars politics yeah. it's like i have no idea how it works but apparently you need to convince other people you, yes. you're you not the end all be all yeah yeah the Unlike president is a, the emperor it's, I mean it's a cruel word to say but it's a figure he's a, he or she is a figurehead per se mm. to actually say yes or no to the decisions that the committee makes now what people should be asking themselves is will the republicans do a good job at running the country from 2017 till two years right till four years four years, four years. Four years. Four years yeah four them. years then yeah I mean like Will Trump get re-elected? Will we have a full eight years of Trump? Yeah, we'll never know, honestly. And again, again, I'm actually going with your theory that this is all like a stage act that he's doing just to rile up people and all that. Yeah, I mean... Because no good publicity... No, bad publicity is no publicity. Bad publicity is good publicity, as people from PR know. I mean, like, he did what he needed to do to get the enough attention for probably... I mean, I mean even the nonsense voters, like... Obviously, you know, I mean, we, we cannot skim over the fact like the Trump supporter, the trope of the Trump supporter pretty much falls under the category of the racist, misogynist, uh, gay That is bashing. a common perception, yeah. but you're actually, vote, people who vote, they're voting for Republicans per se, and Republicans have a own set of belief there. True that, but I mean, what I'm saying is that he definitely got the Republican vote, and the Republican vote is a smaller... Uh, contingency of people compared to maybe the democratic vote, like 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 the hardcore liberals or you know the right the, the right wingers, right? But then you gotta get the attention of the people in the middle, yeah. the midwesterners, yes, the yes. guys who are who are not from New York, the guys who are not from LA, the guys who are not part of the big city system, who are not maybe as socially aware or or as cultured. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but I've met guys from the Midwest and. They obviously, I mean, they come to me and say, "Oh, I, you're in Singapore. I thought you guys are all Chinese. Like, mm-hmm. I thought y'all never spoke English." It's like, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from the Midwest. Ah, so you all have. I mean, I mean, I'm not shitting on a whole bunch of Americans here. There's no generalizing in I the lasting podcast. Don't worry. Actually, there should be more generalizing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we should call it as it is. Okay, but um, maybe one thing I really do want to kind of bring up, right? is uh, how could this have happened? I mean, this is what I want to say. Is like, I followed this 
not too closely, but it it but it, just it, enough, right? Just it's enough. Just enough because I mean, okay, I to be to be square and honest, I get all my information from like freaking Trevor Noah and the Daily Show, mm-hmm. and from John Oliver, and like the thing is, I, I'm there was I'm, also a British guy I get my news from. He's a left winger guy. He's always putting stuff on on the Facebook feeds and also on his website. But I wish is I remember. Is it Pi or something? What is I it? think it's Pi. British Jonathan Pi J Pi. Whatever. I know that who guy. you're talking that about. Guy, that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like the thing is, like since the Bush era, right? And the and during the the Bush era was a was a garbage era for the world, you know, because firstly it was like the unnecessary war in Iraq, which then also led to the eventual financial crisis. Yes, which Obama had to clean up. Which in a sense. and 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 the, and the rhetoric is basically like Obama caused a financial crisis. Like no, no, no it happened before. It, it, yeah. So it's like the 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 thing about what what I'm saying is like. I, I wanted to say Sins of the Father Just a little Metal Gear yeah. reference there <laughs> But anyway continue. Guns of the Patriots yep. you know, But what I'm saying is that Okay that was when I kind of got into US politics Because When when that shit happened Like it affected Asia mm-hmm. You know Especially the The economic crisis Like you know Oh Like there all this mortgage And this housing Bubble is exploding In like freaking America We'll be fine over here Nope mm. no, We went through a recession too Like how are we affected So I mean like As a As a As a what I do? How do I say it? As a burgeoning adult myself, is I needed to be more conscious, more globally aware. Aware, yes. Yeah, so it's like you know, I have to pay attention to what's going on over there. I mean, the thing is, you know, whatever happens over there does affect us, and you have to be prepared for certain situations. Now, what is bothering me a lot is, firstly, how did Trump manage to get the candidacy? How did the Republican National Party? I mean, what was the logic in putting him in front? And I mean, besides, it goes all the way back at the beginning. Were there any other candidates that they could like, have brought Cruz up? Like Cruz seemed all right, kind of. But I mean, like, I can like compared to the others, like Trump was the most entertaining. And we know that in American culture, or basically yeah. any kind of like culture or whatnot. It's not so much how learned you are, although that helps. It's just show. It just you. It also matters how personable you are in front of the television, in front of people. How to ride up a crowd, like if you notice every political figurehead back in back in history, you gotta find the one who's the most charismatic. Yeah. And as much as people hate Trump, you cannot deny that yes, he's done TV, he's done this and that. He has the showmanship. Yeah, the showmanship. Actually, yes. really, you know, it, 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 he delivers. His lines, though as boisterous and as pompous. Remember, and as this is this is a this is a time when we actually had the Terminator up as a governor for a particular state, Dude, right? I mean, or, or Jesse the Body Ventura. He was a governor. Goddamn fucking Ronald Reagan, a Hollywood Ronald, actor. Thank you. Yes, Ronald was Reagan a president as the well. Best example there. You know, like everybody's like, oh, how did a celebrity become president? It happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan was a president. He used to be a Hollywood actor. Why are you acting all surprised now? I think probably that's the thing I want to kind of also bring across. Mostly <clears throat> is like, why are people acting so surprised? And it's like. Aren't and wasn't Bill Clinton in the music scene, or was it just a one one off thing? Nah, nah, basically, like when he was campaigning, I think he appeared uh, on the Arsenio Hall show playing mm-hmm. a saxophone, which probably gave him like you know some popular votes. I mean, maybe I think that was his attempt to like you know uh, connect with the black community, mm-hmm. which, which worked very well because I think like besides Barack Obama, because he's black, I think black people. I mean, from what I gather from like my my uh, African American friends. Yep. They relate to Bill Clinton as well. I mean, like they 
actually thought that he was a good president. Mm. Okay, okay. Like, but I mean, for me, I'm I'm not really a fan of Bill Clinton. All right, so let's just sum it up a little bit from what happened and all that. Mm. So, what are your thoughts overall? Because this is your stage. I this. think for me, like the biggest surprise was that people were surprised. Because mm. what I think was like there are a lot of disenfranchised, disaffected people who thought that Hillary Clinton was a greater evil. And on some regards, I totally agree. <coughs> but at the same time, it's like you. It's a it's a difficult situation. I mean, I can't speak. For America, because I don't live there, I'm not a part of. I'm not a part of what's going on over there. But but I can definitely like speculate and spectate. And what what I thought was, when Trump won, what happened immediately after that? The backlash. I believe it was just backlashes, a lot of protests and riots. But not just that, the 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 emboldening of the racists, the emboldening of the anti-Muslim rhetoric, like. That is on my Facebook wall. That is on my Twitter feed about how people are being attacked by Trump supporters who now feel that they have the power to speak their minds and to act out and to be aggressive and to be just goddamn assholes. And like in my mind, I'm like thinking, a lot of this could have been prevented. And the thing is, all you had to do was vote for Hillary. And then like when they bring up stuff like, oh, Harambe had votes. <laughs> Fucking the Green Party had votes. The Libertarian Party had votes. And like the Libertarian Party, if I'm not mistaken, had about three million votes. If that if that three million was just to go to Hillary, none of this bullshit would be happening. But at the same time, people should be also like asking certain questions. Why did you lose? Why? How could this be prevented? More like a post mortem, so that the next four years. Again, this is all speculation per se, and I can't really say much because because we're not from America and all that. Yeah. But I will say that yeah, it's always the time to love in the sense like help out your fellow man. Like even though he voted, he or she voted for yeah, Hillary, yeah. but don't not do don't that hate way. them, don't yeah, segregate no hate, them. No Listen to them, have a conversation, yeah. discuss. Because the last thing that a party who wants to make America great again, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is hate is to add in hate. That's the last thing people want if um, you want greatness. I mean, I think. Stephen Colbert on his like uh, recent show like said it best. I mean his post uh, election results speech. I think I saw that. Yeah, go on. Go wait, wait, on. I mean the lovely part. Spoilers if you all don't watch Stephen Colbert, by the way. And also, hey, shock, right? We in Asia, we we watch that shit yeah, too. Yeah. Like basically, his closing statement was like, "Let's make sure that this never happens again." Mm-hmm. And like, okay, that's that. That's that glimmering. Like that's that silver lining on the gray cloud that is gonna happen. I mean, I'm very. Concerned, I'm very worried. I'm also very hesitant as to what the future of the world is after this situation. And also, one thing I gotta bring up: I don't think we're ever gonna see Mark Ruffalo's penis in a movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> and that bums out most of my friends, most of the female, by the way. <laughs> Glad you added the female bit just in time, bro. <laughs> I was like slowly edging away from the microphone, like, dude, is there something you wanna tell me too? <laughs> oh, man. Save the day dot vote. Make yourself heard. Tell the world that you care about what happens to it. And if you do vote and help protect this country from fear and ignorance, Mark will do a nude scene in his next movie. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo will do a nude scene in his next movie. Wait, what? What? Mark will do a nude scene. Mark's gonna have his dick out. Full Monty. Full Marky. No, 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 no. Go to save the day dot vote. We nobody talked about. Save the day. Make Mark be naked. By making your mark 
on November 8th. They should just vote because it matters, you know? Well, <laughs> anyway, on that glorious of, note, <laughs> yeah, let, let's think about let's talk about something strange now. Okay, since we're going from strange to the stranger, <laughs> stranger things. Oh, the jokes they just keep coming. Yeah, so, well, anyway, what do you think about Doctor Strange? Sorry, sorry, Marvel's Doctor Strange. I thought it was gloriously adequate. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we are gonna have a fight, my friend. I mean, I thought it was gloriously glorious. Oh, really? Considering <laughs> the fact that I've seen the animated show that came out um, in Yeah, I need the preface. 2006. I, I didn't see it, so maybe That I... was okay. I mean, it was dark, it was okay. It may have Dormammu inside, which was kind of cool and all that. But at the same time, this was the movie I was kind of hoping to see and I got. It was great. Mm. I mean, the effects were great. Having seeing Benedict Cumberbatch actually acting as Doctor Strange, that was actually a sight. You oh. bought him as Doctor Strange? I did, actually, to be mm. honest. Now, um, also, again, the progression of how Baron Mortal, everything, the Ancient One, and even maybe the Love Interest, maybe not so much, uh, were all unfocused and everything. Everything was just great to actually make to pave out the path for the Sorcerer Supreme. Okay. Magic, everything, effects, oh my god, those... Really fucking backwards effects. Those were really good. The Inception effects. Yeah, the Inception shit was good. The fight scene at the end, like where, you know, the climactic fight where time goes backwards and everyone's moving forward. Should we kind of announce spoilers, or do you want to keep this spoiler free? This this is vague. This is like vague because again, Mm. I'm not adding context. The final fight. Let's make this spoiler free. Okay, final fight where shit goes backwards. I want to see the behind the scenes for this, definitely. Okay, yeah, yeah. But everything else in between, great stuff. Progression, character building, even the two scenes at the end, you know, like post-credits, which everyone is probably going to stay back for. Yeah, I always stay back for one. Okay, tell you what, let's do this. I have an idea. You want to break it down? We're going to break it down. So maybe, tell you what, I'll bring up a talking point, and then we go back and forth, and we bring up another talking point. Because I think, I mean, we're going to try and... uh, Mature as a podcast So okay, okay. basically We should try and Add in a bit of class Or some sort of structure yeah, I mean yeah. I, I I wouldn't mind a ramble fest But Okay Let's let's start let's, with one topic um, um, Doctor Strange Himself did you, yeah, did you buy Benedict Cumberbatch As this Doctor Strange Almost I didn't say he did a bad job I think he was great uh, The American accent I got very strong Like you know Hugh Laurie House Kind of like Okay that's a weird choice you're going with i'm not so sure where your character is supposed to be from but it, it doesn't sound american it just doesn't sound english now the character himself um his story arc you know like you know the man of hubris who is later humbled by circumstance and like basically how he turns to eastern traditional medicine and how he discovers the world beyond the world like it felt very lopsided like to me the opening where we were just establishing what a jerk this guy was and how he pretty much like you know has a huge chip on his shoulder he's on top of the world and then like Mr. Perfection per se there's not one help from anyone because he knows he's the best I mean like story wise I'm gonna call it this is the goddamn Marvel template this is basically you are watching Iron Man all over again and to an extent Thor Thor is more like the braggish thug arrogant guy at the start of the film I would say like I, even Thor Thor though I think Kenneth Branagh brought some Shakespeare into it try to make it make it a little bit more classy it yeah. was obvious but the, the problem with Doctor Strange for me mostly okay is the fact that there is now 
confirmed proof there is a Marvel template. Mm. All the origin stories feel the same. All the origin stories are basically about some dude who's a bit overconfident. He gets cut down a peg, and then he rediscovers himself, and then finds the true hero within. I mean, look at. I Iron mean, there, there. I mean, there are certain differences. Iron Man is still technically rich, despite the fact that he got out from hell and back, right? I mean, he's he, he's still an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Doctor Strange, after his asshole period, he's kind of a destitute, going to Eastern medicine all I mean, that, and then he becomes that hammy wizard guy. He he got humbled. Okay. All humbled. The, the thing about all these like Marvel superheroes, right? They have to go through a phase where they get humbled. Yeah. Which I feel is so. I mean, why can't we just have a hero who's like he's he's an asshole. He's just always an asshole. The only because we'll get Deadpool, exactly. <laughs> and then we'll get um the latest Karnak. Apparently, he's an asshole. Really? The Inhumans guy. Yeah, he's a boring dude back in the nineties yeah, when yeah. he's with the Inhumans troop because he knows kung fu or the Inhumans version of kung fu. Mm. But in this version, he's basically replacing Wolverine. Spoiler alert: he's dead. Wolverine's dead. <laughs> in the comics. In the comics. <laughs> I think this is already. Established information back then. I mean, I mean, it all ties in. I mean, they're gonna retire Hugh Jackman. They're gonna have to retire that Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. And then they're gonna... forever. And then because shout of the outs whole... to Tom Taylor for yeah. having that conversation yes, with us. Yes, he's an awesome dude. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is that that whole gruff asshole thing has already been replaced by Karnak of the Inhumans. Mm. So he's filling that void. So it's more like the guy who smiles at you and then you he insults you in very smart ways but they can still beat the shit out of you mm. that kind of character okay but okay let's not ramble oh, away and Warren much. Ellis is writing him really good. yes yes holy shit okay so anyway oh. back to Doctor Strange so okay Cumberbatch as a character uh, basically the first half it just felt like I was watching an episode of Doctor House mm-hmm. here's a British guy trying to do an American accent he's a bit of an asshole but he's got enough charisma to kind of pull it through Rachel McAdams playing the love interest doesn't really do much. Yeah, yeah. She should actually get more bigger roles. She's an amazing she's actress, you know. Shout out to The Notebook. Yeah. <laughs> the only movie that made me cry. <laughs> no, I'm lying. But it's good. It's good. <laughs> like, you know, like, again, great actress needs a bit of a bigger role. Mm. Everyone else, right? Tilda Swinton. Swinton. Tilda Swinton, yeah. She's, she's great as the ancient one. Uh, I that love guy, Tilda Swinton, yeah, yeah. And that guy from 12 Years a Slave, Great Baron Mordo. How do you pronounce his name? Chihuahua. Chihuahua. I'm sorry, we're Asian. We, we, okay. <laughs> but yeah. This is what happens when we don't actually have our nose. I remember, on yeah. like, the first movie I saw him in was this uh, really weird indie show called Red Belt. Have you seen mm-hmm. it? Where he plays an MMA fighter? And I remember, I, oh, I, no, I don't think I've heard that. No, no. I mean, I remember seeing that and I, I thought to myself, like, this guy has got potential. And then, like, it's, I'm, I'm just happy to see that he's actually. You know, well, he's finally doing the the Marvel movie numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides Twelve Years a Slave, I think he was in freaking like that 2012 movie, right? Ah, uh, Chiwetel Ayo Four, yeah. Ayo Four, man. I could be pronouncing this wrong, for you know. Shoutouts to Chiwetel Ayo Four, AJ Four. We've got a lot like a big star of characters here. Benedict Wong as Wong. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him as that guy from The Martian, the one who built that tiny ass. Thingy. I mean, yeah, he felt familiar to me, but I just couldn't place where I saw yeah, him yeah. before. And Matt Mikkelsen, uh, Hannibal, Hannibal himself. Yeah, he is a bad guy, which I did not know existed. Kicilius yeah. or something, right? Kicilius. Kicilius. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we all know that 
uh, this, the, the, the big bad of the Doctor Strange universe, Dormammu. Appears. Is Dormammu. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was kind of, not say teased, but I think it was leaked. Like, yeah, yeah. He, the, the, there, were probably, there would definitely be a Dormammu appearance, and I was really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, like, so Doctor Strange himself, Benedict Cumberbatch, you felt that he wasn't. He, he was, was almost, adequate. Almost he dead. was adequate. I mean, like, he didn't claim the role. Like, when you see Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, you buy him as Tony Stark. When you see Christian Bale as Batman, you buy it. Not really. I, I buy him as Bruce Wayne. I don't buy him as Batman so much. Okay. Okay. Like okay, the, Michael Keaton as Batman. Michael Keaton as Batman. I buy I'll buy that. I buy that. Christopher Reeve as goddamn Superman. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. That's a performance that you buy it. But to me, like at, at least it didn't feel like Benedict Cumberbatch looked like you know awkward in a goofy costume doing magic with his hands. He felt natural with the outfit yeah, and everything. I mean, I, I doing I, the hand gestures and you know doing the ring thingy, you know, summoning the portals. Yeah, I love that a lot. I mean, like to me, Benedict Cumberbatch, I'm a fan. Not not of just what his work in Sherlock, but I mean, I, mean, I mentioned before, I thought he was an amazing Khan in uh, a shout out to our yeah, Star, Star Trek, Trek episode. Into Darkness, into Darkness was better. I I still say that. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, uh, as a Doctor Strange, uh. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. So that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm. I think he was, you know, adequate. He's like, yeah. He's I felt that there's room to grow, but I feel that in this universe where they're trying to make superhero films comical yet also grounded in a sense, mm. this performance works out pretty well. From that to him being very wise and doctorly and basically the wise, the wise guy of the Marvel era, the Marvel group where they bring in magic finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel that that was good. The way he talks is inflection, everything. I feel that in when when Doctor Strange was doing his like corny little speeches here and there in the seventies, oh. I don't think that's gonna translate well in something that's happening within that universe where I believe within that, that setting, timeline, right? within that timeline and universe and setting. Yo, but that like... main people may not buy that. Okay, maybe when he's casting a spell incantation wise, yes, you kind of need to say that shit. From the spell book or Shambhala. From any, I yeah, mean, Shambhala, very clever use of the word Shambhala. By but way. in the sense, when he does his when he does his action, all of that, yeah, you're not gonna see that much monologuing that people can hear in public per se. Mm. So the heaviness is toned down, which I actually appreciate per se. But at the same time, Benedict Cumberbatch is a natural as with the outfit, and like his and delivery all. and yes. basically the way he he carries himself. Yeah. I mean, like you are contrasting this with the comic book. Doctor Strange. I know, I know. I appreciate mm. the comic book for its ways, but I gotta remember that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is own thing. Mm. But it's gotta actually have like, what, 70% or 60% of the flavor from the comics. I mean, for obvious reasons. I mean, there's a small part of me that really wants him to go full ham and like, like basically Dr. Orpheus from Venture Brothers. I know, I know. I, I know just, what you I, mean. I mean, like, tacos for dinner! <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> like, just Benedict Cumberbatch like, going full ham. Just like, just, you know, like, Doing what Jack Nicholson did for the Joker, just going straight up, you know, crazy. Well, okay, but as a character, as an actor, I mean, as Doctor Strange to me, yeah, all right. Well, if you want hamminess, hamminess, I will recommend you an eighties movie after the break <laughs> because I don't remember the name right now. But it's basically <laughs> what Roadhouse. No, no, it's, it's a studio <laughs> that did Doctor Strange without the Doctor Strange license. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, Doctor Mordred, more something. I know what you're talking. This that, was, that show, was this yeah. a George or a, a, a Roger Corman thing? It is a Roger Corman. Yeah, thing. I think I saw yes. this movie. Okay. Oh, wait. wait. That, that 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 I think the hamminess, hamminess actually was brought up a notch. Okay, so maybe what we should also kind of mention is probably the other more important supporting character, the fucking ancient one. Yes. Played very 
proficiently by a Tilda Swinton. Now, here's you're making us sound like a creature for some reason. Here's my no, the thing about Tilda Swinton, she's an amazing actress. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of her. And this is not her first time doing the comic book thing. You know? She was fucking uh, the angel in Constantine, mm-hmm. Gabriel. And I like that performance too. And I'm a fan of her in all the Wes Anderson movies. I mean, like, to me, Tilda Swinton, do no wrong. Amazing work. And clearly, she was presented with a bit of a challenge where she was like, okay, we have this character who... Traditionally, is more of the Fu Manchu, all the wise men, like kind of do, you know, the, like the, an ancient monk, like character. a Gordon Liu twirling your mustache, ha ha ha, kind of character. But now we're gonna make it a woman, and not only just that, we're gonna make it a Caucasian woman. We're gonna go against every, we're gonna make it as opposite as possible, and she pulled it off. I mean, granted, like small part of me as well wants the traditional. I want a Mr. Miyagi type. I don't find it racist. I don't find it culturally offensive when. You hire an Asian person to as play as long as he's a good actor, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can def like James what Wong, what's his name? James Hong. James, James Hong. Hong. Imagine him as the Asian. I one. would like him as Imagine an Asian. Ha, one. ha ha ha! Oh, Mister Mister Strange. Like a comedic. <laughs> and like doing that guy. big trouble in little China voice. Oh, that yo. would be awesome! Yeah. Yo, I mean, he is he. I mean, we had we had a Risha Ghoul standoff. Um, what's the name of the actor? Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. I didn't appreciate that at yeah, all. Yeah, but the point is, you know, like Risha Ghoul's supposed good to be Arabian. Good actors are around, you know, per se. But yeah, I'm okay, I'm cool with Tilda Swinton, regardless. Yeah, so, but, and that's the thing. It's like I'm cool with Tilda Swinton. I just don't want to make it a racial agenda thing because I don't think that's what the studios have time to care about. But they only care about having the best guy possible to pull off the role. As a wise person, but then again, like you know, we'll probably have this discussion all over again once Ghost in the Shell. Drops. It is probably gonna <laughs> come up often. Yes, yes. You know, like Asian, the whitewashing or whatever. But okay, frankly, okay, the worst kind of whitewashing is basically having a movie called Prince of. Okay, maybe not Prince of Persia. Uh, what, where Jake uh, Gyllenhaal? Yes. Okay, uh, that's a man that's, of uh, Nordic, Swedish, whatever descent plays an, a Persian, an Iraqi. Okay, if you have a Chinese Iranian. documentary set in like the Ming Dynasty. Played by white people, that would be the worst kind. That's like over the top. Dude, Shit. Breakfast at Tiffany exists. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that, I think she's more. That guy's more. I mean, Mickey, Mickey Rooney, Rooney was more like a landlord kind of guy, right? Per se. Like, have you seen that movie again? Uh, I gotta watch it again. Yeah. Dude, Mrs. Go Right Read? Come on! <laughs> Fuck that shit, yo! Okay, that, 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 that's the, that's the, bad, that's the worst aspect of it, yes. Okay, like, like and that's the thing, it's like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Hollywood like looks at that as like, you know, we're not we're not gonna go that dumb. Okay. We will never go this is, that. We, we won't go there. We no won't one's go, gonna there. go there. But, but the thing is, it's like, okay, but if we hire a white person, he's just gonna play a white person. Yeah, yeah. simple, simple. But, but okay, what I like about the new ancient one, okay, <laughs> off that tangent, I'm sorry, boys and girls, but... It's like, there's also a part of me like, yeah, why couldn't the ancient one be like some woman with an English accent <laughs> making tea with honey? Yeah. And I like that. I like the fact that Tilda Swinton, as an actress, she just rocked it, you know, with her, even with her plasma, f- like fans and her, her, her like, I don't know if the it was inception a, crazy I don't know if it was a stun double or what, like when she does her kung fu. Like, and like, to me, Tilda Swinton's badass. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, I'm not forgiving the choice. But at the same time, it's like it felt like, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, like even the director of the the film, when he was creating this character or putting this character into the movie, felt that he had to make a conscious decision to kind of stray away from st- certain stereotypes, 
And then he thought like maybe th- this will be the progressive part of the movie where something that I mean like your your typical Mr Miyagi type is going to be played by some amazing British actress, and like I went with it. She pulled on, she pulled it off. Amazing job. My only problem with Tilda Swinton is basically how they got rid of her. <laughs> Spoilers. I'm okay, sorry. I think, gonna, <laughs> I think uh, we had to put a little warning there for those who haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Some spoilers here and there. But it's been probably about two or three weeks. Come on. Everybody told you how it, what happened. So apparently, during one of the more fun action scenes, or was it? Yeah, it was during. Okay, that was the Inception scene. Yes. Yeah, the Inception yeah, yeah. scene. So basically, I think this was after it was revealed that she. This is spoiler territory, right? Yeah. So it's like basically she did siphon some power from the remote from dark magic dark, dark or something. Method, yeah, dark magic. Dark matter. Totally different movie. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but like basically, like apparently, this all-knowing, all-wise each one kind of is human after all, and then she was using dark magic to, you know, at- attain certain things, and that starts the whole arc. And this is what basically pushes Burn like Mordo over the edge. It's like. All of a sudden, the loss of innocence, like, oh, the ancient one uses dark magic. Ah, now yeah, fuck this, I'm out of here. Now yeah. I have turned, and then like even Doctor Strange is like, oh, it's okay. You know, like you know, we all we're, we're not we're yeah, not we, all, we've got, we're not perfect. We've got our demons and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then she was basically, oh, okay, okay, I'm dead now. You're the Sorcerer Supreme. Good luck. You know, it's like that scene in Dark Knight Rises where basically, oh, now now you're Batman. Here's the keys to the Batcave. Bye. I'm going. To have like you know a fancy coffee with Catwoman. I don't mind that transition because everything had to be tied up to him being no, the Sorcerer Supreme. But in here's the first movie. yeah, and here's the problem again. This is what I'm talking about: the Marvel template, the death of the mental father figure, and in this case, mother figure. You're like, she didn't really need to die, you know. And then she was in the hospital. People were trying to save her life, and then it, she made the choice for her, her spirit or her astral projection or her ghost is like, I'm going now. I've seen so many things. I've experienced so many wonderful things. You're ready, and it's like in my back, my friend. No, how the fuck? He's not ready. He couldn't even figure out the fucking cape. <laughs> yeah. Like, how are you gonna like? Are you? It's like, oh, the ancient one, the evil Dormammu. Shit's gonna happen. You'll be fine. Bye. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you are the baddest, the most baddest thing in that movie, and you're leaving it to the newbie guy, the guy who's Wong, and like. Chiquelli, Ajofur, yeah, yeah. Like, that Mordo, guy, Mordo, is like, what? <laughs> None of this makes sense. Is like, okay, maybe the ancient one isn't so smart after all. Seriously, a bit selfish. You say. seem fine. I, I'm pretty sure Rachel McAdams could have brought you back to life. Or maybe know? she could just end up as like someone paraplegic, <laughs> and then she helps. Or if, you know, if you're as a mentor, yeah, couldn't you just be a fucking Obi Wan ghost, like just Jedi? Your spirit just hangs around, and like, I'm here. I, I can still do shit. You know, it's like. So it's like I mean that's what I'm talking about. It's like that the, the Marvel movie template. We have to have the mentor go away. Like what? I want to see more Tilda Swinton. God damn it! You know I mean, granted, yeah, maybe that was. It, it, was that the only thing they could do to push the plot across, or to maybe like you gotta have the trigger. Wait wait wait, mentor as in okay I know okay Iron Man, okay yeah Jens that 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 guy who built the armor with it that's one mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, Captain America. Who, oh yeah, the prof- yeah, it's the professor who died. But that dude. was also Tommy Lee Jones, who was who probably died like in the future anyway. So. Dude, every Marvel character. Okay, Thor. What is this? Oh, the mom. Yes, the mom died. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the second movie. Some mentor and or par- parental figure. Parental figure. Want to talk about Spider-Man? Hmm. Okay, who could yes. it possibly be? Totally, totally. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, holy shit. Every fucking... Except for Deadpool. Okay. Doesn't need one. <laughs> nope. He apparently... I guess just that's... Like... Yeah, that's it. Come on, man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a shitload, yeah. Every... Everybody headlining their own movie. Even fucking Ant-Man. Like, okay, the Kirk... The, the, Kirk, no, Michael. Michael Douglas. No, Michael Douglas is still alive. He's still alive. Yeah. But is he the mental father figure? He sort of tells shit to him, I guess. Ah, but the thing is, Ant-Man doesn't need the mental father figure. But the Wasp? <laughs> Who is gonna rock the suit, apparently? Most soon. likely, yes, yes. So I'm gonna call it. Yeah, yeah, he'll probably die. In the They're gonna kill off Michael yeah, Douglas. <laughs> he probably asked for a lot of money for the sequel, so who knows. Or maybe you do the smart thing and just like forever appear in all the Ant-Man spin-offs, which I anyway, doubt there will be any. Are gonna be, they're always gonna be a thing in comics anyway, where <laughs> you gotta have something to push the character forward. Yeah. I mean, Batman, that happened earlier on in Bruce Wayne's early age. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that too. I think it's a thing that's just not in comics or not even in Marvel movie templates, but still, it's anything that's a blockbuster, apparently. Old people just gotta die, they're gonna make this for you. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's just a message you actually give out for I mean, and that's the problem I have with a lot of the Marvel movies because it because it feels like such a template, like the passing of the torch scene. It's like basically now it's time for you. It's a to Joseph. Rise. I think that was also a Joseph Campbell thing per se, like from that whole Hero of Thousand Faces book. Probably passing the torch. No, everything. but like I said, I, I, I'm, what I'm really trying to get across is like, okay, can we just not do the mentor dying anymore? Why can't we have one where the mentor lives forever? Okay, why can't we, we have can... a master Roshi? Okay. He's still around. Yeah, I think, I think that I think the one takeaway of this is yeah, we kind of need more master Roshis per se. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> like hey, master like like ancient one. Uh, I defeated the Marmo, but something else is gonna happen. And then there's a twist in Dragon Ball Two like, since we made that reference. Goku was the one who died. He comes back once in a while. Spoilers! You know? yeah. Anybody <laughs> not watching the current Super He always Dragon just comes back show. and forth from heaven to earth and some shit, you know? And, and like, even so, like, they established in Doctor Strange, like, oh, your body is just a vessel for your astral spirit. Yeah. And like, okay. Ancient One could be a spirit roaming so around. So Ancient One, where are you going? <laughs> just stick around, you know? I mean, if you're, if you're tired of your mortal coil and you shucked it properly, like, Alright, yeah. why, why don't you just be an Obi-Wan Kenobi ghost? She could probably come back in the sequel of all, you know. And the thing some is, shitty plot twist. And uh, probably, because Disney owns Star Wars, so they probably own the trademark or the patent on the, the ghostly mentor. So, perhaps. They, perhaps. they can just pull, do the, pull that trump card. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, but basically, yeah. So, I, I just somehow, if they manage to fill in more Tilda Swinton, go for it, man. I'm a fan. 
Okay, now we should also go to another section. Should we go to villains or should we go straight to action bits? Let's do the villains. Okay. So, what do you Mads think Mikkelsen. of- Hannibal. <laughs> I guess he's not really a pure villain per se. He's just like a means to an end for Doctor Strange to fight. So he's the Bebop and Rocksteady of this movie. I guess so, I guess so. <laughs> but hey, I get to see a lot of cool action scenes to it. Mm -hmm. And I get to see- Now, now. Okay, yeah, since we put up the spoiler wall. Mm -hmm. Dormammu in the flesh. Uh, or astral projection per se. Uh, literal, a literal projection on the Hollywood yeah. backlog that yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is acting to. And he's not what I expect him to be. I mean, I Yo, play Marvel vs. Capcom 3. We play Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom 3. And yes, this is, I mean, this is not the Dormammu I was expecting. Dude, not I, the Fury Hate guy. I was having fucking Green Lantern movie flashbacks when okay, that happened. Okay, it's, it's not that bad, come on. I mean, it's a giant face surrounded by clouds and universes. Yeah, yeah, and a lot yeah. of like mirror trick shit because you can see his eyes like because he got like five split mirror shit going Dude, on we don't see his arms we don't see his cool costume we don't see him sailing skull but you gotta remember first film syndrome you gotta you know tease a little bit before Dormammu can make a big play you serious I don't I, I'm, I'm playing that card maybe I could be wrong in the you're future. apologizing for how they fucked up Dormammu no no, no 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 <laughs> again first film I get to see a different kind of Dormammu he's not he's not shit he's not bad but he's not great though. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> that, that's one argument to be had there. I feel that okay. This is a different take on this guy. For all you know, it could be an astral projection. Again, we don't know. I mean, again, Dark Lord, all that, many forms. I mean, Satan was a goat. Don't forget. No, he wasn't. He was a goat. I mean, one one in a couple <laughs> movies back then. You know, he was many forms. Evil comes in many forms. Oh. Okay, no, but maybe I, I we could get the throwback to the Fury Head in the future. But for now, I think this is just the way of the movie makers and guys not to actually show off their big cards yet. Do you think they ran out of money with all the Inception special effects that they were like, oh That hey. is a possibility <laughs> actually. Like, Dude, we don't have enough money to animate a Dormammu. <laughs> Fuck, what are we gonna do? <laughs> that, that could be a possibility. Do you know how hard it is to do the fucking kaleidoscope lights and blah? Like, okay, maybe. But we got, we got yeah, spears coming out and like magic shit happening. I mean, say. okay. Let's not. Uh, besides his appearance, okay, my main problem with Dormammu is basically how Doctor Strange defeats him. Mm, yes. Dude, you got him caught in an infinite loop? Come on, man. Dormammu is like some ancient demon of like astral multiverse. He, he's an. Uh, you fell for that? Come okay, as, as an Origins <laughs> film, and the fact that Dormammu has always been like this arrogant. Dark Lord, and we see gods look down below. No, but okay, mortal the thing men is, anyway. that was never established in the film because we just kept seeing Matt Mickelson, Mr. Hannibal himself, constantly saying, Dormammu's coming, Dormammu's gonna fuck you guys up, and then, like, oh, it's too late. And I don't think Dormammu at that time was expecting this human, this tiny speck, to actually trick him in something so simple. Um, so, again, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on you. I mean, okay, I, I would think this, I mean, Okay, I get it. You want to do the clever thing. You want to have that final battle that everybody's expecting a giant special effects, like, you know, extravaganza with, like, you know, fireballs and, like, you know, plasma beams and stuff and, like, magic rope. But yep. nope, we're going to have a moment where he outsmarts the guy using a. Which, which, a which I'm loop. actually okay with because, again, we've seen all the action scenes here and there, especially that kick ass final fight. Mm. At the same time, hey, I don't mind a bit of a cerebral uh, battle of wits here, even not though it's kind of simple. Even though it ended on a simple note. But not for the ending. I mean, okay, here's the problem I have with that is like basically when you do the whole time looting, you freaking 
you emasculated Dormammu. Now he seems lame all of a sudden. Like this giant um, infinite creature of so many different powers from the dark realm fell for that. But he always comes back somehow from these things. He's always like a never dying kind of god character. So here's the problem again. When he comes back, why don't you just, just use the infinite loop again? I don't know. He <laughs> can, can figure something out. He can. He can probably figure something out. And in the like, why, why would but he... again, again, this is like he, this is like you know the start of like an origin story per se. I know. I'm thinking that argument where you think he's gonna have his own trilogy. I hope so. I mean, maybe a second film, but I don't know about a trilogy. I mean, so far Thor has. Got, he's gonna have a trilogy. Yeah, he's, like, he's got a trilogy. Doctor Ragnarok's Strange is gonna soon. be in Ragnarok. Uh, Captain America has. It, it made enough money for a trilogy. Captain America. Has I a think trilogy. there there were there were actually good sales for Doctor Strange. Iron Man has a trilogy. Yep. Hmm, who who hasn't spun off yet? Uh? Black Widow, right? Uh, Black Widow. <laughs> we have yet to see a Captain Marvel film, a Black Panther film even, or an Ant Man or an Ant Man trilogy. I'm pretty sure a Black Panther film is gonna happen. For it's something. gonna happen, but we haven't seen one yet. I mean. It'll come soon. It'll there come will definitely soon. be another Ant-Man, right? Yeah, probably, probably. But uh, they're going to do the Spider-Man one first. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming, I think that's next year. Uh, yeah. But I feel, again, origin stories, the problem with like pulling, again, with these kind of stories where they establish a hero is, they got to focus on the hero first and his growth and all that. Mm. But at the same time, you can't actually show off too much. So I'm in. I'm a firm believer that hey, all this cool shit that Dormammu can do in the video games and the comics, <laughs> it's probably probably saved up in the second or the third film. Dude, like going back to Marvel's Capcom three, like his like special where he like turns into the a ultimate, giant, yes, and then like he squashes you between his thumb and finger. Like yeah. yo, I wanted to see that Dormammu. I'm holding a. I'm holding up hope that again, people, the filmmakers are smart. Marvel, they're not gonna blow off their load really quick. No. We're gonna see this shit in the future. Yeah. But as it stands. I love Doctor Strange per se for what it's done so far. Despite the fact that Dormammu does look like a bit of a second grade effect. The more I think about it, yes. Dude, I have a funny feeling when you watch that movie again, like, you might change your opinion. Now, okay, you want to talk about Mads himself, Mr. Hannibal? Well, again, my, 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 my opinion on him stands, he's still a means to an end villain. Mm. Like, you know, Obadiah Stane, Justin Hammer. He's I, I literally like, a conduit to the back to the other bad guy. He's more like okay, he's a bad student. We've seen these guy kind of guys before, mm-hmm. and that's it. He's just there to he's, fuck shit he's, up. He's just there to push the story along until yeah. you actually meet the actual diosex machina or whatever. Yes, yes. And I feel uh. again, um, again, this is more again okay, origin story. We know from comics that Mordo's a bad guy he's got the yin yang thing going on with Doctor Strange oh, in the we're, comics we're talking about Chakwili uh, wow did I jump up too much okay yeah. Okay. maybe I gotta hear what you think about Mads, Mads yeah. dude he was my favourite Bond villain ever <laughs> okay. and looking at him like, okay I like the fact that he didn't look embarrassed with the, the crusty eyes and the and the pyjamas doing the kung fu mm-hmm. but man you could tell that this guy is such a he's there's so much wasted potential right here because he could like if they didn't do Dormammu if like say for example you ran out of money for the special effects and it's like oh we have to do a stupid Dormammu effect I mean granted I do get the fact that oh we can't do the whole we're gonna unlock this thing that's gonna destroy the world we have to stop this guy just in time and then like you know that, that's a trope in itself but I wouldn't have mind that for this movie. So instead of like the whole ridiculous Dormammu like uh, time loop fight, I wouldn't mind just Mads and Doctor Strange. It's like, oh, you are you are the the prodigal son, and I am the new hope, and then they they battle and clash, and it's a and it's an even match, you know, because both of them are apparently considered phenoms. Both of them became sorcerers at about the same pace, or maybe one is like slightly more powerful. 
because you know he he's now like, tapped into dark magic and like maybe Doctor Strange representing the light magic is like kind of like oh we w- with the power of just sincerity and goodness and niceness and I understand now that it's not confidence it's more being a good guy I shall defeat this and then like wow maybe that could have created it yes I get it it's a it's a it's a trope into itself but I I thought that if you just had an epic Agent Smith style versus Neo battle with just Mads and Cumberbatch, that would have been more than enough for me. You know, just shooting fireballs, just doing tricks, doing spells. You know, like more. Okay, we have to talk about this. The goddamn special effects. Mm, yes, yes. Holy shit! They I had fun watching this movie. Yo, like I've been shitting on a couple of things about the Marvel movies about how basically they don't look expensive enough. This movie looks expensive. This movie looks like a fucking movie. It's it's a, it's a good trip. It's a very good trip. I mean, just like the the, the okay, we got to backtrack a bit, but like when he was introduced to the astral plane and to the multiverse, just like seeing like fingers and fingers and yeah, just like yeah. the trippy oh my God, noise, that the is, colors, that is like okay, I the gotta black light st- effects, the colors, shit, you know? and I'm like. Yeah, I, I was watching this like as a matinee in the afternoon and I was like still kind of a bit, uh, you know, worn out from like the, the early day activities and I w- was sitting down in the cinema watching this and all of a sudden I got rejuvenated, I got like fired up, I'm like, wow, this is a fucking movie, I'm gonna pay attention now. Story, eh, not so good. More of these effects and they delivered, like there was like three or four set pieces, you know, and all of them breathtaking. Like the chase scene when they were like going through the buildings as oh, they were flipping. Yes. No perspectives. It's like wow. And this then, is so. This is beautiful stuff. Like so. everybody says, like oh, it's a rip off of Inception. Yes, Inception bent like the landscape around, but they didn't run around it. They didn't fight within within the landscape. The only fight I can remember from Inception was basically the anti gravity corridor fight with like Joseph Gordon. And there was a scene with the truck and everything, and then it switches to a different dream and this. Yeah, but the thing is, here we see there. There, there. It's like a fucking. There's actual action. It's like a Smash Brothers game, you know. It's like the platforms keep changing, you know. The, the landscape keeps changing, and then you see how they interact and how seamless the effects were. I mean, like, dude, at the end of the movie, did you sit through the, uh, the whole credits? Mm-hmm. The amount of VFX people worked on this yeah, piece I think of it's shit. Just a whole line. Yeah. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> people got paid. People worked, man, on this, and like it shows. And that's what I. Okay, the only thing that I would say, give points to in Doctor Strange is. Well done. You made a movie that looked spectacular. It looked great. It, 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 it got that whole strange, magic, mystic, occult kind of vibe. Yeah. I, I, I mean, say the, I mean the, the, the pit with the, the, the bit with all the different mirrors going to different areas per se. Mm. That was also cool. That was the precursor. And then that last fight, especially where time goes back and everyone's going forward and fighting and all that. That was really awesome. I like that too, yeah. yeah, yeah. All these scenes, all that culminates to a really good visual feast. However, it could actually just stand to maybe take a break down the notch, maybe have a savor the visuals. Because again, you did bring up a good point about the Marvel template. Mm-hmm. It everything just goes by so fast in the Marvel template. They gotta hit these points home per se. Yeah, especially the montage of him like training up. Mm-hmm. Like that could have been like expanded a bit better. Yeah, yeah. Everything I felt that everything could have actually taken its time per se, given that you could say this could be a Stoner film in a sense. Dude, it's not. It's. I'm looking forward like, to like that that yeah. evening when you. Just, it's 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 it mimics a stoner film, but at the same time, everything just wraps up pretty tightly and every and whatnot. Everything goes by pretty fast. Like you don't just sit down and just experience visuals. Take your time with it per se, like movies like Holy Mountain or 
Are we gonna no, go there? Uh, Jodorowsky no, no, no. movies? Let's not, let's not do that. El Topo and all this, that? This is just a small mention, yeah, yeah. Like those kind of movies where, okay, everything's all sort of pissed out per Dude, se. you just gave me an amazing idea. Imagine Jodorowsky doing the Doctor Strange movie. Oh wow, that's gonna be... It's gonna be so expensive! <laughs> Nobody can ever afford my crazy ideas. I'm Jodorowsky! I made El Topo! <laughs> but at the same time... Yeah, this is actually the Doctor Strange film I've kind of wanted per se. Better than the animated film. Mm. Definitely. So, I guess final verdict, I guess. Okay, for me, a very strong B minus. I have, to, I'm, I'm honest, it's like, I enjoyed the visuals, I enjoyed the characters, but I have to admit, there were moments I was just bored. Like, I wanted more, in, it wasn't interesting enough. Were you more like, a, I think it's more deja vu than bored, is it? I would say bored because it felt familiar. Okay, not bored because it was like you know, uh, it was <laughs> like it wasn't interesting, but more like this seems so like I've been here before. I think I'm just gonna give it like a pretty, I guess an A minus per se. Again, an A minus. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's still it's still a good score. I mean, I appreciate the movie for what it's doing. Mm. I like everything how everything all pans pans out. Like again, the humbling of the hero and all that. But again, <laughs> templates template wise is like yeah, it just feels strangely familiar. <laughs> Strangely yeah. familiar, but at least it's done with all these awesome effects here and there. I guess so. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's this is like basically if the Marvel template was a cake, like the the, the effects was just that special icing that made it taste yeah. different enough and like made you enjoy it a bit. But more. I will tell you that yes, I'm still contemplating whether I should put this as my top five or not yet. But again, there are other movies that deserve the spot, but this is actually all like, right for Good me stuff. for like a superhero movie. Nah, man, Deadpool still. I mean, Deadpool in itself is not that great, but like compared to... Every, it is completely different, that's it, for sure. It doesn't follow the Marvel template, being a, a Marvel character. Though it's under like the whole Fox, like the, their cinematic universe. Yo, man, we do you want to mention the fact that they're going to reboot X-Men? Yeah, what's that about actually? Because Hugh Jackman's quitting, yo! Oh, yeah, yeah. And they can't afford Jennifer Lawrence anymore. <laughs> Are they actually gonna... It's still Fox, Or right, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, they, oh, they have to shit out something or else they lose the license back to Disney. And if Disney owns X-Men... They're yo. gonna show it how it's done. They're gonna show it how it's done, yo. They might rehire Brian Singer just to piss each other. People. Yeah, no, that no, would no, be no. good. Yo, I mean... I kind of wanted to go back to the... No, no, back to Marvel fans. Well, I wouldn't mind. I mean, for every Pepsi, you need a Coke. For every, you know, McDonald's, you need Kentucky Fried Chicken. Which is why DC Comics needs to step this game up. Yeah. I mean, definitely. the CW stuff is actually much better than the actual movies. And I think we ramble enough about the DC. <laughs> Quite a lot, yeah. Dude, yeah. Justice League is next, right? Or well, is it Wonder Woman actually, first? the next crossover is Supergirl and Arrow and Flash. Oh, the TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's actually going to be a better Justice League movie than... <laughs> <laughs> Batman vs Superman per se. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, if Justice League does not do a good job, then this, wow, fuck that. Man. CW should just have the rights to everything. I can, I'm looking forward to, the, to more Ben Affleck memes yeah. after that. And I kind of like the Superman in that Supergirl second season thing. Not bad, not bad. Like, I mean, it's strange right? they didn't put Henry Cavill in it, right? Nah. But they're kind of establishing the Earth 1, Earth 2 rubbish, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's actually a different timeline per se. Yeah. Okay, but alright. That's uh, our thoughts on Doctor Strange and all things comic book. Yeah, right. Okay. And I'm actually still searching for the name of that movie. I checked Doctor. Co- I checked Roger Corman's bit here. Yeah. Apparently, it's not the, there. Okay, it, it, it's fine. It's okay. I know exactly what movie you're yep, talking yep. about. But okay, we're gonna take a quick break. And right after this, we're gonna get back to proper last king business. We're gonna be talking about video games. Woo-hoo, video games. Basically, the epic mighty Titanfall. 
and Titanfall 2. Oh, two. My, there Titanfall is a 2, two. in the end. My bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what else? Uh, I guess uh, we could talk about Forza 3. Uh, Forza Motorsport. Sorry. Forza Horizon 3. My <laughs> God. I'm mixing up my old games and my new games. Forza got to just shorten that title. Just yeah, call it yeah. Forza 3. Yeah. Uh, I finally found out that movie, which we was supposed to be bringing it up, that Doctor Strange lookalike film yeah, back in the 90s. It's called Doctor Mordred. Thank you, IMDb, by the way. Yes. You have seen it, right? So I have seen this. Yeah, yeah. So it was a pretty campy shit, right? One of those strange days. It was on a VHS that a friend brought over. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I've actually been playing quite a little bit of this racing game on the Xbox One. Oh, please do tell. Yes, yes. Forza Horizon 3. <laughs> it came out quite a while ago. Quite a mouthful. But, yeah, quite a mouthful, yes. Quite a while ago. But yet, somehow, I just started playing quite a bit here and there. I've actually unlocked quite a number of areas. And this is actually the Burnout Paradise game I want without the actual Burnout flavor, if that even <laughs> makes sense. Yo, I miss Burnout so much. Yeah, it's, <laughs> here's the thing: you cannot actually crash and do all these like aftershock. You know, like the you know the crash mode thing. Like the stuff from Takedown, right? Where yes, basically yes. the crashing makes you. You're go basically faster. like the Katamari Damacy crashing <laughs> thing. That was so cool. But here, you can drive around, knock people down. You can be any car. It can be a muscle car. It can be like a Ford Rangerish car, like. Big car, small car, ATVs, whatnot. You can pick whatever the fuck you like, and you're driving all around in Australia, the outback, yo. Really? Yes. Forza Horizon Three oh, takes, Horizon. Place, takes place in, yeah, the outback. So hence you, the Horizon name. So you have like Ayers Rock in the background as you're like. Yep, that's correct. You get, uh, no kangaroos for some reason because they don't want to have a <laughs> where you know you knock down animals or have roadkill, but. The scene, the sights and sounds of this game, wow, it is so sexy, dude. Like, this is one of the better looking racing games I've seen. Mm. And not because Gran Turismo isn't around. Not yet, yeah, though. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, yeah. I think they're waiting for, like, the PS Pro, like, with the 4K. Then like, oh, yeah, Ooh. with the fancy videos. But I feel that the Forza games have always been slightly better than Gran Turismo for, for reasons that you can actually tweak your Forza experience as an arcade game, which I always do. Mm. Now, here's the thing. You go to your settings, 
you can tweak the simulation right now to arcade mode or anything that that resembles like you know don't really care much about your tires getting busted out or shit like your so car, there's your literally a setting that says arcade mode yes oh, I mean, there is a setting that's around like like that you can tailor it around to the point where you won't earn as much points compared to maybe playing it in simulation full-on simulation mode but the game is just fun for me for everyone it's, it's more like the everyman racing game per se you can make the game as fucking hard as you want mm, but yeah, at the I same mean... time for noobs like me I just said I'm just setting it like Daytona style, Daytona style, <laughs> uh, burnout style. So every every car just handles pretty all right without anything funky happening, unless it's raining, of course. I mean, it makes sense that you, the floor is slippery. You gotta slip, right? Like the slick physics, right? Yeah, slick physics is there, everything. But in terms of like car tweaking and all that, like if you tweak just a little bit, you won't actually feel that much of a difference mm. when you're in like arcade mode. Now, again. The, the, the game is actually set in uh, in like a setting where you're actually hosting a festival as a big boss. Okay. Okay, apparently there's, you can actually call yourself El Polo Diablo if you want. You, uh, there's actually a nickname system. So I call myself El Polo Diablo. You mean like King of Fighters? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you got Big Boss, you got Chief and all that, all these different titles. They actually say, they actually they actually speak out your name, your title and whatnot. Oh, that's cool. Kind of cool. Kind of cool touch. Now, because you're hosting a festival, you gotta open up certain areas like a vineyard area, like a countryside area, or the outbacks, or even the city area. I was like, dude, we're in Australia, fuck that shit, let's go out where all the kangaroos are. You, oh, you do, you, do you feel like ripping around Melbourne or Sydney for that? Uh, this is more Perthish. Perth? Yeah. I've been to Perth, okay, there's yeah. not much of a. Okay, okay, yeah. um, this is more like. It's like a hybrid of Perth and Gold Coast or something. I mean, it's like a. They, 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 I mean, I'm not sure how realistic this is depicting Australia, but that's an outback sort of area in one corner, and then on the on the south east side, there's already like a seaside surfing area. I gotta ask, do the NT, do the NPCs all have Australian accents? Everyone has Australian accents, <laughs> which is awesome, by the way. That's not a car. This yeah. is a car. <laughs> <laughs> this is good shit. Okay. Maybe because the setting is different per se, yet strangely familiar. Like if you want to actually drive in the streets, yeah, you can do that. Hmm. Or if you want to drive in the Outback, you want to take your Bugatti or you want to take your Nissan out. Oh wait, they actually have the actual car logos and Yes, brandings. all the logos, the branding, everything. Wow. Forza has been around long enough to have this shit, dude. Hmm. So yeah, they have all the licenses and everything. So you're going to see your favorite brands. You're going to see how these awesome cars are. You, got, even, got, you even got like old Dino Ferrari car as well. Hmm. But it's more like an unlockable. You have to go to a... You have to go search around in the forest, look at the barnyard. Oh, that's a there happens to be a nice broken down car which you can repair and turn it into a Ferrari Dino. Really? Yes. Some asshole in Australia has a Ferrari Dino in his gar- garage. Yes, and you can ransack it. Yes. Sorry. Interesting. But the whole point is, yeah, this game is fun. I mean, okay, maybe I could go around saying that this could be like my most chillax game of 2016. Mm. The kind of game where you just turn it on. Just drive around and not give a fuck. You're just playing for hours and hours. Maybe unlocking shit, completing races, but that's it. I mean, this next to a game like Abzu, this is more triple A per se, more car heavy because cars, right? But this is alright, actually. I, I actually was going in expecting the expected, but I actually have fun being in an open world racing game that just happens to be in the outback. Maybe we should preface this a little bit. Are you a fan of the racing genre in particular? Apart from Daytona, 
scud racing <laughs> okay um, rock and roll racing okay that too uh, <laughs> apart from the arcade song no not at all i, mean, I like, hated gran turismo you're not a fan no which is why i actually like forza a little bit more because i can tune tune the settings down to like dumbass arcade mode per se yeah i mean the thing about me as well is like i was never a fan of gran turismo i was never really a fan of forza like the original forza on the xbox 360 when it came out like I was really looking. I was looking for something to kind of call my Need for Speed fix because Need for Speed was. I think I played Carbon before that, and I was like kind of looking forward to something like Burnout or something. And I remember, like, I was one of those guys when I bought the my my 360. Like Forza came with it free. I played it. It was apparently, according to what other people say, very realistic, very accurate to how certain cars were to perform and or. Even like you know, operate wasn't a fan either. Yeah. It's like I mean, I, th- I mean, you know what I mean, right? I, you know? Like especially like when they give you some like like an F one car, and it's like apparently there's a certain uh, amount of skill or a certain amount of like you know, there's there's uh, like several steps to just get it to move forward. And I felt like wow, this was really hindering my enjoyment of the game. Yeah. Because I needed to learn something first. I mean, I mean I, granted, I do find things that are challenging or things that require a bit of a learning curve. Like I appreciate things like that. But I mean, dude, I, I'm from Singapore. Cars are something that is, is those are like luxury items to me. <laughs> And for me, like I'm from Malaysia. I've had. I mean, I drive an actual car back in Malaysia. So to play a driving simulation is like. Yeah, no, I I already have enough of this in real life, except yeah. maybe 88 <laughs> miles less fast, you know. So that's why I like playing arcade games, you know, arcade racers. But you're that's from Malaysia, I, you never like fucked around at Pasir Gudang and all that. Uh, well, actually, I went more towards Penang side and all that. But you mm. know what I mean, right? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. driving around to highways, going five, going on a five-hour drive. Mr. Toffee, to part of the there. underground street racing circuit. No, no, no. This is just a regular <laughs> trip. This is like a road trip, dude. Kuala no, not an actual not Kuala, street racing not shit. Not Kuala Lumpur drift or anything. No, right? no, 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 no. <laughs> I'll probably be dead by the time your <laughs> dad is done anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, we we gotta be honest to all our Lost King fans. It's like, yeah, yes, we do play video games, but there are certain genres and certain types of video games that, that we are I'd, more biased towards. Too. I mean, yeah, I'm not a fan of the realistic simulator style r- racing game I mean I did play Gran Turismo I did play Forza I get what those games are about yeah they cater to that taste yeah th- there's, a, there's a certain kind of person that really appreciates stuff like this but unfortunately I mean I, I, we have a bias it's like no we don't find this fun at all give me Burnout Paradise give me like Burnout Takedown yeah Takedown Need take for down. Speed um, like okay there was this one racing game that came out quite recently The Crew The crew, yes. I mean, like, well, that's kind of fun. It's very arcadey. It's it's like an open world racing. Game. I remember Driver San Francisco being one of my favorite driving games back then. Dude, my favorite dri- uh, driving game, right? And it's surprising. It's by Rockstar. It's like Midnight oh, Club. Midnight Club, yes, Midnight Club. That I love Midnight Club, and it, it was very confusing. It's like this is a, a, a very fun arcade style racing game with like you know the the street racing kind of like a background to it, and then you play like. Actual Grand Theft Auto. Like, why do the cars handle like shit? <laughs> like they can do racing games. What the hell? No, no. Just going back into the topic. I think Forza Horizon. That's why people. That's why Microsoft created Horizon. Forza Horizon because it wants to cater to the arcade guys per se, but mm. not so much the crashing side, but more towards like driving and. 
doing fuck all. Just you know? having fun, right? Yeah, just having just fun. Just pressing you know? a button and you you move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is why I would recommend Forza Horizon 3 for anyone really? who has a PC and an Xbox uh, Xbox One oh, who but... just happen to like to faff around in racing games. But, it's but not, does not, not give a shit about the simulation. It's not it's... on Steam, is it? No, 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 it's not. It's on Windows 10, right? Yeah, yeah. God. I gonna I wanna do a whole episode about how I hate Windows 10 and how uh, like, but for now it hasn't new... actually screwed me over so much yet. Like I mean, for me, Windows 10. Like I don't know about uh, some of you guys out there, but I have Windows. I mean, I have uh, a couple of rigs back at home. Right, I have a Windows 10 machine. I have a Windows 7 machine. What I realized that on my Windows 10 machine, half my Steam games don't work. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> that was a bit weird. Yeah, yeah you know, like can I just like you no know, downgrade to DirectX 9 or whatever? But apparently no. It's like you know, I mean. Uh, I'm, I don't know how like the OS would affect things like that but you know frankly I mean I use Windows 10 at work and like even, even, even the interface I just find it so cumbersome and so clunky but okay uh, too much of a ramble too much of a tangent you know what's not clunky what's controlling not clunky? a freaking titan in titanfall 2 what a segue <laughs> now playing that bad boy in titanfall 2 from racing to actual wrecks kicking the shit out of each other from riding around in cars fucking awesome, to fucking robots this is the sequel that should have been the first game honestly you think yeah this single player campaign kicks ass a multiplayer is still fast and frenetic without that shoehorn single you know story shoved in you know so that you know it's done last minute now, honestly there wasn't much of a story in the first game there was a story it's just that it's a sideline thing was it a the, full campaign because I, I never played the in first the first Titan game form. no there was no full campaign it was like you're playing multiplayer oh and the story just happens it's a, it's a segue uh, it's, it's like, it's like, a, an it's like a drive-by it's an afterthought mm. here in part 2 they gave a shit and they gave us pretty awesome missions in single player yeah. So should we start the single player first? Yes, definitely. Let's okay. talk about Titanfall 2 single player now. Right. Yes. You play as Jack. You... Jack. <laughs> okay, you're a guy who somehow got handed the keys to playing a, to using a Titan after a series of, of unfortunate events. Speaking of father slash mentor figures dying. Yep. Okay, that, that happened. <laughs> that happened. So now you're in the bot, you're bonding, his name is BT, and now you're just kicking ass. You're also being separated from your bot from time to time in certain missions. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so cool. I really like the missions here and there. Like you're in the sewers, you're fighting crazy dudes and other Titans. It's like a little duel which you can actually end in five minutes. Mm. or less than that if you play your cards right here like there are so many really cool missions like um there's this one bit where you're actually going back and forth in time you're oh, going to one alternate universe spoiler, spoilers to it this is more like uh okay. i'm not i'm not setting context here so it's fine yeah so there's okay. a back and forth time bending thing that happened my favorite mission actually awesome way of handling it from the jumping to do to figure out what dudes are coming in within a universe to a really cool air fight which i'm not gonna say more than that it's an mm. air fight. That's all you need to know. Good I, shit. <laughs> if you've actually seen your fair of fair share of uh, mecha anime and all that, it's not over the top, too over the top, but it's still it's getting there. It's grounded yet not so much grounded. Like, it's me, like a good balance. Like to me, Titanfall Two is what Shogo should have been way back in the nineties. Ah yes, yes, that was an <laughs> old game back then with the mech. A this bit one, on the quick engine. Yeah. yeah. This I don't know, like playing as a pilot and a titan, completely different things. Yes. Your pilot jumps around like a mofo, dude. He's like the most acrobatic 
is that it's the best ever. execution of parkour FPS I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I've, in, I've I really enjoyed the single player, and I think maybe to like um, okay, I never. And the guns you get, holy! I mean, they might be a bit sameish per se, but when you get some of the more unique stuff, like the smart pistol, homie, yeah, the smart pistol, yeah, you you <laughs> you see some of the creativeness going into. But I think they're saving that more for the bot, the the, the Titan itself. I mean, like, I mean, we're not talking. It's not the same level as like two rock weapons, you know. It's not batshit insane, but yeah. you know, what I liked a lot about Titanfall's weapons is the visceral nature of their design. Like mm, the yes. sound design grabs grabs you. Like I was gushing about how Battlefield 1, like a previous EA output, right, was extremely um, cinematic, atmospheric and like but yo, when I played Titanfall, like dude. This is like a sci-fi sort of melding together with the what responded like you know? the, Yeah, you know the set pieces, like wow, I had I had serious fun playing the single player a lot. I mean, I also I mean I don't want to like constantly repeat myself, but yeah, I'm an old school shooter. I like my FPS to be a little less military, a lot more futuristic. But I think this one has a good balance with the Call of Duty's sort of snap controls and the acrobatics of a quick player, and, of a quick character. And I also like the fact that you don't have to use the snap controls. You you can shoot from the hip. I mean, exactly. if your aim is true, yeah, go for it, dude. I I rocked most of the game with just sniper weapons, using it like a quick style real gun. And I'm like the fact that you can run walls, and the fact that you like you are not limited to like your your typical cover base shooter where yeah, you, you have can, to hide. You can fucking fly around, jump around, double jump around. You, you know? can just climb up to the top of the tower if you want. But yeah. everyone's probably gonna do the same thing too, though. So. Dude, okay, remember? Okay, I, minor spoilers. Okay, but remember the stage where they created this artificial neighborhood? Yeah, that and was then cool. they dropped like you know uh, soldiers and other smaller robots to like come and get you, right? Yeah. Dude, I had so much fun just running up the like those billboards and like taking them out from like the higher ground. And then it's like I thought like, oh maybe this game is not you know, this game is not very well designed because like, oh come on, the, I have the, the obvious advantage. Then they send the spiders after you yeah. <laughs> and then all and of a sudden yeah, the bigger ah, Reaper robots come down. And then down. the Reapers come down. And then Holy it's like shit, that scared the shit out of me and running I was around like, back and Oh, forth. okay, so this is a design choice. They <laughs> wanted you to think that you have the advantage. Now we're gonna fuck with you. And the best thing is right, after you take down the Reaper, send in another Reaper. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> That's so and cool. then you run out of ammo and then you have to go down into the houses into the rooms to like to restock and then avoid the spiders avoid the reapers avoid the other soldiers and then try to regain like you know uh, ground position uh, like how about dude, dude, how about the bit before you get to the artificial housing you know that when they're all being built the jumping around that's the, really the factory good stage right the platform is pretty lo- awesome dude, dude I it, it was to me it felt like yo that factory stage is like this is like the perfect Mega Man game in <laughs> FPS. <laughs> yes. I was like, if they if they, they were to make a modern Mega like Rockman and Mega Man game, it has to be like this. It's like things have to constantly change, move around, and then like you know like, like sliding off walls, like dashing, like. I mean, and then when the when then when you went went to the bit where the completed houses went sideways, you had to climb <laughs> up. That was actually not bad. And then you had to, uh, you had to rethink the landscape. Like okay, yeah. all of a sudden the walls are now floors, and then oh, 
then th- this, this is the path that's been created for you and it, but there's also the alternate route if you want to be adventurous dude I even had fun collecting all those stupid helmets in the corners <laughs> yeah, because you, you want to test your parkour skills like how many how many more jumps I can do before I had to go to another like, especially like like you're, you're just you're fucking around and you're doing your, your, your main like solo campaign then you see it in the corner of your eye like oh hey there's a helmet way over there now if I jump on that rock onto that thing onto that thing and then double jump onto that platform it, it, it's fun I mean I like the fact that the exploration like they really make the parkour essential to the gameplay yeah, yeah. essential to the movement because if you stand still in multiplayer especially you will die you will get fucked up son <laughs> <laughs> oh man this again I'm just gushing so much in the single player I mean again it's short but oh my god it is just you know like you can have so much fun just packed in within like 5 hours or 6 mm. hours per se I mean there are exceptions like Order 1886 but oh, this, fuck one's, that game. <laughs> this one's good this is like all the shit, all the cerebral shit, all the jumping around, killing titans and killing other bad guys, jumping around, parkour stuff, all packed in within that six hour or even slightly more campaign. I mean, good shit. I played it on hard. I cl- I cleared it pretty quickly. I mean, it took me a while to get used to the parkour. Yeah, yeah. That I one, mean, you gotta, my... any new shooter, you kind of need to get used to it. Anyway. I mean, my only gripe about uh, the parkour stuff is basically like how you're angle you, you you your body kind of tilts when you hit a wall and you run across it mm-hmm. and then like you're aiming i mean like when you're on the ground you can you still have your 360 peripheral you can still look around anywhere but once you're on the wall you kind of your 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 aim like your spectrum of like looking around kind of shrinks for a little bit which i think is essential to kind of make it more fair i guess yeah. probably in the multi in a, in a multiplayer scenario right but like yo i caught myself replaying levels and replaying areas just finding ways to you know like you know reach that area i mean okay it's, it's not that open world there are invisible walls there yeah. are certain inaccessible areas right but it's like it's just so fun because i mean it allowed me to really nail the movement and it, I, I really got addicted to trying to figure out ways to like you know like your speed meter how to keep it like how to keep your momentum going and I, I, the, the thing about titanfall like i just kept replaying stages over and over again trying to like nail how I could do this in, like, in a speedrun kind yeah, of mentality. Yeah. And I, uh, that's one thing, like Titanfall, it harkens back to cl- classic 90 shooters where it's all about speed, it's all about skill, it's all about movement. Not so much about cover or like, it's not so much about, you know, like, oh, you, you gotta hold back and kind of heal yourself before you push forward. But no, no, it rewards people to be extremely aggressive, to go all out and to like, you know, use the terrain to their advantage. I mean, there's so much to discover and like when you apply that into the multiplayer setting yeah I mean like dude like there's nothing more satisfying than running up to a bunch of assholes hitting the wall next to them going over their heads dropping a grenade appearing behind them they turn around to try and shoot at you the grenade explodes they fall, they, they're like blown to pieces and then you finish them off with your pop gun yeah like yo it's like dude you feel like a goddamn badass you oh, <laughs> when you yeah, play games yeah. like, and this is without a titan <laughs> yeah and we haven't gotten back I mean the actual titans itself yeah they have I think in this version they actually have core powers now where basically if you fill up a particular meter by shooting or just walking around you the, get to go the new to super gimmick. saiyan mode yeah, yeah super saiyan mode per se so my favorite it's probably still the one uh, for the brute oh the tone no, no, not the tone. Uh, the, in the single player, is the brute. Okay. Apparently, you got a rocket launcher, and you can go up in the sky and just shoot out all these macros missiles coming down. <laughs> That's such a good feeling, especially when you know you're gonna hit a one target or two. Is BT considered a brute? Um, no, he right. actually can switch 
between different loadouts he's, he, per se. They, they he's, keeps, a, he's an all-purpose titan. They keep saying, oh, he's a vanguard titan or something. Vanguard, yeah, yeah. Vanguard is more like the class, like like the level, mm. like, you know, you got the generals, you got the corporates, you know, and so forth. I think yeah. Vanguard's like the highest title yeah, for that universe. That. But for the classes itself, like, I think the multiplayer one's kind of set, so you got like Ion, Ronin is a new one, the one where basically you face dash into people's faces and cut them down. The Voltron sword the one. The Voltron right? sword, but he dies really fast though. Uh, and... The Legion, the Scorch. Dude, that's which is my favorite, favorite, yeah. yeah. The one where you just want to burn the shit out of everything in front of you. Dude, the shooting like, you know, a, a stream of fire and then just like using. I, I use that in like in a positional advantage, especially when you want to like block off corridors and limit their movement and kind of box them in. But... You know, the best thing about your shield is for the Scorch, just go up close to one Titan or one guy, put it up. You don't. You're not actually deflecting bullets. You're just trying to steer the yeah, shit out of the You burn them. <laughs> yeah. This is what I really like about it. Uh, tone is the one I use because I'm kind of more familiar. Everybody with the uses yeah. tone. I know. I know. I'm. I'm kind of going for the mainstream here because I'm still pretty, pretty begin. I'm pretty like much a beginner guy for actual multiplayer Titanfall. Mm, I mean, how many hours have you clocked in for multiplayer? Multiplayer is probably just like. A day and a half, more or less. Yeah. Consecutively. Did you have problems looking for servers, looking for Not games? Not really. No, I'm actually fighting quite a number of people on a consecutive basis per se. Mm. Maybe I got like a um, but the thing is, it's mostly on attrition and the money in a bank match. Oh, okay, that's yeah. not the name, but I think basically you kill dudes, you take their money, put it in a cash register, thing, you get the most points. Mm. That one, yeah, that people play that mode because it's the first one on the menu on the left. Yeah. And attrition because everyone knows a good. Six versus six, uh, player versus player thing. Dude, the chaos and, oh my and the God. insanity. People running around and then you see <laughs> the AI dudes from your opposing party, which you can get for easy points and shit, right? Yeah. So, yeah, just running around. You see, tight. You see dudes coming in. You're either afraid or you just want to just punch the shit out of them when you're Titan. You're afraid they're gonna climb to your back and whatnot. Then you just put up the Iron Storm just to get those fuckers out of your head. I mean, I... and then it turns out, oh, there's actually a, another Titan hiding at blind spot, and then he actually shoots you dead. I, mean, I get a lot of that. I totally regret not picking up the the original Titanfall came out because I didn't know that it was was gonna be this much fun. Oh, dude, it's all right because now you found this. It's got it actually brings the best of both worlds: a great single player and a kick-ass multiplayer mode. And what I really love about Titanfall, it rewards skill. It it, it rewards people who take the time to master the movement and master the weapons, like. I, I gushed big time about Battlefield 1 and how I found that to be quite a fun multiplayer experience. Believe, Not so much the single yeah. player, but dude, I'm gonna play more Titanfall now. <laughs> I mean, I will still clock in a couple of hours in Battlefield. I mean, there's certain achievements and stuff I wanna try to achieve, uh, like, uh, attain, but yo, I'm. I just fucking love big robots, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big mechas, a really arcade style kind of, you know, movement and shooting thing. Come on, parkour gunning. How can you not love that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, even though I'm in a bad team, I get mashed up with a bad team, I'm still having fun of it because I'm doing the best I can, jumping around, just supporting my teammates. Always good to go in groups, definitely. Especially when you know they're going to get a Titan. <laughs> when you know the opposing party is going to get a Titan verse. Oh man. And you know what's really nice? Just having a Titan drop down with some players just hanging around at the bottom. And getting squashed. Yes. <laughs> oh man. I mean, if I, if I nailed that once, totally love that feeling. Um, so, maybe want to wrap this up? Or uh, anything yeah, else totally. you want to talk about? I don't know. Like, I think we're done. I mean, big mechas, big action, good shit. So, let's on, recap. You know? So, single player wise, what do you feel? Good stuff. Really good. I mean, Short, but sweet. Super sweet. I would say, I mean, similar to my Battlefield 1 review, it's like, it's a little bit scant, could have been a lot bigger. Like, dude, 
they should have really like when you had your your the the time jumping mechanic like i want to do more of that yeah because it's like you know like you you would be in like this office complex and then you have a, a, a certain set of enemies in this time you throw a grenade then you time jump then you, you you're trying to end up behind them but then you have to go and shoot all these like you know lion lizard thingies or whatever yep, yep. smash them to pieces then you time jump again and then now they're looking at you the wrong way and then the, the grenade explodes like okay it's almost a similar situation but it's just like like you're playing two games at the same time and it really and tests your... And actually captures it just fine, you know? Yeah, and, and, it feel, and it flows so well. It doesn't feel clunky. It doesn't feel um, awkward at all, you know? I mean, and it's like you have all these opportunities to just really mess around. And I would say single-player-wise, EA, you gotta make these games a little bit longer. Yeah, I mean, but, I, but, I, I, what, I, what, but to be honest, I think we know that EA... I mean, the Respawn guys, they did mention that, yeah, we, we noticed that there was a lack of a single-player mode. So they thought they're gonna keep Titanfall 2 a multiplayer game, but single player, they actually put a lot of love in it. Despite it being yeah, really it didn't short. feel like an afterthought. Exactly. This is the, what they thought about it. Maybe we can see bigger levels in the future if there's a future Titanfall. Maybe but DLC. For, yeah, DLC would be good too. But in the meantime, great game. I recommend it to anyone who's sick of Overwatch. <laughs> yes, I got, I'm throwing it out there. Just, just throwing it out there. Such a pity that EA kind of released this right after Battlefield, Battlefield came one. out so the sales not so good but please ignore the sales numbers get Titanfall 2 if you want like an arcade game it's definitely more fun than but Call I mean if you're listening to this episode right now if I'm not mistaken like Titanfall had a severe discount already oh I'm not sure about that though yeah I think it's like uh, probably I won't say not like, the first one right the second one Titanfall 2 yeah oh my god Titanfall that's 2 and Battlefield 1 are already discounted as of oh now. that's probably a Black Friday thing which will probably happen this week or after this podcast no dude, dude pick it up I'm, I'm, I'm recommending it to all our last king fans yes Yo, yes play Titanfall 2 dude find us on Titanfall we shall overcome I'll find him <laughs> I'll probably just play a little bit like just a little bit I've like, got a lot of backlog stuff to clear up Man, I'm going back to Stardew Valley anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this I think that's it for the show. Yes. So this has been your co-host. I'm Dr. Shafi. And this is Mr. <laughs> Tuffy, and we're signing out. Magic!